In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Good morning, everyone. There's a story of a sailor and a scholar. I know how it starts a little bit funny, but it's a sailor and a scholar. The sailor was taking the scholar on a boat, just him, and during the journey, the scholar asked the sailor a few questions. The scholar asked the sailor, do you know philosophy? And the sailor said, no. Do you know psychology? The sailor said, no. Do you know geology? The sailor said, no. I, maybe you know accounting? No. So your life is pretty boring then. I guess so. Just then, the, and the boat, the storm erupted, and the boat started swerving back and forth, back and forth. And the sailor started asking the scholar a couple questions. Do you know how to swim? He said, no. The sailor asked the scholar, do you know God? He said, no. Okay, so this is a big problem. So he brought a, it was dark and it was, a storm was raging on the boat. And then the sailor brought a lamp and he said, do you think this light can save you? He said, no. So he started waving the light in the darkness, waving light in the darkness. And over some time, other boats came to save this boat and rescue them. What's the point of this long story about the sailor and the scholar is that it is the light that will save us and nothing else. And no offense to those who are smart. Be smart. Study. Get every ology you can. But at the end of the day, do you know God? And I think that's the most important thing. And not just do you know God, do you have His light in you? And that's what I was asking myself all week. I was preparing this. Is like, is there light? Or is it darkness? Or is it mixed together? So that's kind of where I want to go today. And it's based on the, the gospel today. I'm, I'm going to share a few different verses. So I'm just going to ask you to have your Bibles ready. I'm going to bounce around because I want you to see something about the light. Because without this, we can't go forward. Without having the light in us, we're not going to be able to, to really know God. So I think this is very important. Luke eleven thirty three today was talking about this. Luke chapter 11, verse 33, says, No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand, that those who may come in may see the light. So light, we know, has to be shining to save people. Remember the lamp on the boat, the light little lamp on the boat saved the people. You know Matthew five sixteen. You might be able to say this one by memory. Let your light... So shine before the world. What's the rest of it? They may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. The point is, without light, people around us will never know God. Without light, we, we really won't know God. And I think that's where I want to go to us today. Like The question I always ask myself during the week is, I ask different questions, but then I ask before the altar today, and I ask before God today, and I want you to ask, do I really have light in me? And that's what I want you to ask for yourself. Because, it, like, do, you, do we really have light shining in us? Do we have light shining through us? Most times we feel we have darkness. And actually, I want you to bounce to this verse. This verse I've shared with you before. It's not really good, but it's good. John 3. You all, we all know John 3.16. There's a couple verses later that I want you to see. John 3.16 is, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's great news. 
John 3.16. But John 3.19, turn with me. This is about light and it's about darkness. And this is the condemnation. That the light has come into the world. Christ has come. And men loved darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Again, the question I'm asking you and myself today, is the light in you? Is there the light of God in us? Or do we love dark things more than light? What I mean by dark things, so we're on the same definition, dark things are things that bring us down, things that we do, certain sins that we hold on to, things we do in secret when no one is looking, the way we behave with our spouses, our children, the way we behave at work, maybe not straightforward, things like that. Those are the things I'm talking about. It's the dark things, the hidden things. And by the way, people always ask, like, is this verse really true? Do I love darkness more than light? Here's the thing about sin. We love it and we hate it. Isn't that true? We love the joy of it. We love the pleasure in it. But we hate the result of it. That makes sense? That's the truth. That's why we love darkness sometimes more than light. We love the, what it can do. We can feel the pleasure and we can do this. And then the result is not so, not so nice. So again, the question I ask today to you and to me. Do you really have light in you? Or has darkness overtaken us? John 8, 12 says this. I told you we're going to bounce around today. I know some of you are like, it's cold, Abuna. I don't want to move around. I don't want to open. No, it's just, this is how you stay warm. John 8, 12. We're talking about light. So we need, light is warmth, right? John 8, 12. Let's turn there together. John chapter 8, verse 12 says this. I am the light of the world. Everyone knows Jesus is the light of the world. We know that. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So we're getting somewhere. I got to spend time with the light. Easy. Every one of us has got to spend time with the light. When you go home today, I got to spend time with light. We're spending time with light today. The light of the world is before us. He who follows him, follows him, follows him, shall not walk in darkness. So whatever darkness or sin that's kind of creeping up on us in our mind or heart, it can't as long as we keep adding light. What I'm trying to say is this. I know this is not the season for like sun and light and warmth, but it's cold outside. But if you stand in the sun long enough, will something happen to your skin? If you st- if, let's say it's summertime. I know we're dreaming of the summertime already. Let's say it's summertime and you're in the sun and you're in the sun and people say, no, no, get under the shade. And you stay in the sun for hours. I don't think you're going to come out the same. You're going to look different. And that's what I want to say is if we stand in front of the light of the world long enough, we are going to be different. How do I stop my sin? I love that darkness. Just stand. I don't want to keep it simple for us today. Just keep standing in front of the light every day. And I promise you that light's going to make some kind of impact inside our soul. Let's be more specific. Then we're going to have to stay with me in the verses here. Psalm 119. Best psalm, in my opinion. Psalm 119. It's the longest psalm and it's one of the best psalms. Psalm 119, 105. I know it's like, Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of verses in Psalm 119. Psalm 119, 105. Here's the, the real deal. You know this verse by memory. It's a song. It's, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So we're getting somewhere. I need to stand in front of Jesus. I need to stand in front of Jesus. Because there is darkness. There is darkness. I need that light. I need the light. But not just stand in front of Jesus. Not just stand in front of a wall. But you stand in front of His word. His word, the Bible, is a lamp. 
It's a light. I can see where I'm going. Like, no one likes to walk in darkness. Everyone is scared. Like, if I say, hey, can you come to my house walking at night? You're like, no, it's dark. I can come during the day, but I'm not coming at night. We hate darkness, every one of us. Some of us are scared of the dark. No one likes the darkness. There was a story one time I was in Maswika, Congo, in a place where there's no electricity. So we used a generator to put up a Jesus movie for the people. They don't watch movies. There's no movie theater out there. It's, so the only movie theater is when we come once a year to this place in Congo. And we have a generator. We run the generator. We run the, run the, the projector. And we do like that. We show a movie. Just kind of like this. Right? We show a movie. And we watch the Jesus movie. We watch the Jesus movie. At the end of the movie, close down, take the stuff, and, and, and go home. So it was late at night, I finished the movie, I was getting the laptop, I was getting the projector, I was putting everything away, and I was going back to the campsite where we were, right, where we were were stationed. I realized quickly, this is a true story, I realized quickly, once I closed the projector, and then it was dark outside, and I had to walk back to the place that we were staying, it was pitch black, it was dark. I had no idea. So I took all the stuff, and I'm walking back, and I'm walking back, and all of a sudden, I'm in another location whatsoever, and I don't know where I was, and it was, it was, it was extremely, like at that point, I was like, okay, like this, is, this might be it. <laughs> Make, you know, like you start thinking about, but it was, it, anyways, you're in the middle of nowhere, and it's, it's dark. Then it just clicked to me, you know, dummy, take your phone out, turn on the flashlight, and start seeing where you are, and you really can't see anything. There's no stars or moon that night. I don't know what it was. It was dark. So I take up flashlight and I'm going. I see where I am. I get there. I see the battery's like at 3%. Like, please God, can you just make me get home? Because there's no charging there. So you go and finally made it home and it was safe. The point of the story is this. We all hate darkness. We all hate darkness. We love it and we hate it. We love it because of the pleasure. We hate it because of the result. What I'm saying to you is that we don't have to walk in darkness anymore. When you open your Bibles this week, don't open it the same. Don't do it for routine. Do it so you can ask God to penetrate His light inside of us. Another great verse in the same one, 119, Psalm 119. I want you to turn there again. This one is really cool. Psalm 119. 105 was, it was a lamp and a light, the Word of God. The Word of God is actually more than that. Listen to this. This is verse 130. Psalm 119, 130. Listen to this. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Basically, his word gives light and gives understanding to the simple. Guess what? We're simple people. There's another translation of this verse. God unfolds his word through, through, through the scripture. Again, guys, I want us to be simple this week. Stand in front of the light of the world every day. And make sure when you're opening your Bible, it's not like a newspaper or a magazine or anything, but it's the light of the world trying to shine His light on us. You don't have to turn with me on 2 Corinthians, but I want to share this verse from 2 Corinthians 4. God has, the God of this age has blinded us for those who don't believe. But the light of the gospel of of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on us. Basically, this verse is really important. This world outside there is making our souls and our minds dark. But God 
through his word, is revisiting that light in our hearts again. People always ask me this question. Okay, Abuna, it's fine. Jesus is the light of the world. The Bible is the light. I'm going to read the Bible every day. But what if there's a darkness, a sin that is really punishing me? What if there's a sin that I'm holding on to? What if there's something that's controlling me? What do I do? What if I fall down again and again? What do I do? I'm glad you asked. There's two verses for that. I told you today the day of verses. There's two verses. If you feel like you fall down a lot with your darkness and your sin, this next set of verses are for you. Micah, Old Testament. Micah the prophet. Chapter 7, verse 8. Try to find it. Micah 7, 8. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. Let's say it together. When I fall, I will arise. Let's say that again. When, when I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Isn't that beautiful? When I fall, I'm not staying down. You're not staying down. It's okay. Get back up. Because my enemy will not rejoice over me. Because the Lord is a light to me. When I sit in darkness, the Lord is a light to me. And I think that's what I want to say to you today is, if you fall, get up. Arise. The second verse links into that from Ephesians 5.14. Thank you for joining me in all these verses today. Sorry about that. Usually I don't give you this many, but I just thought it was important today. Ephesians 5.14, the same story. When you fall and you made a mistake and you did something wrong. Ephesians 5.14 says, Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you what? Christ will give you light. Awake. You know why it says awake? Because we're going through this life kind of half sleeping, kind of not aware what's going on, that I was not really honest, that I wasn't forgiving, that I'm holding a grudge, that I'm not really living a pure life. I keep watching things and listening to things and doing things that's not according to God's will. There is darkness there. You know what God says? Just get up. Rise up. Get up. Get up from the darkness and He will give us light. While we're in the liturgy today, I promise you the light of the world is here. He's going to shine His light. All those readings in the Bible, people say, there's a lot of readings. You know why there's a lot of readings? Because God wants to Light, 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 light. Here, light. When you come to take communion, light of the world is in you. And darkness will run away. And if you feel like you're stuck in a sin, get up. By the way, I want to give you a little bit of uh, information about this. Everyone here does sin. Everyone here has a little bit of darkness. But that's why we're here. And that's why when I say go home, when you open the scripture, don't read it really quickly. Take your time. Let that sun shine on our soul. Because at the end, Philippians 2 says what it's supposed to be. Philippians 2.15 is beautiful. At the end it says, we should be shining as lights in this world. And that's really the most important thing for you. Hey, parents who are here, you have to shine the light of God to your children. Husbands and wives, you better shine that light to your spouse. And by the way, at work, there better be... We can't shine light if we don't have light. And what happens is that sin, that darkness keeps turning off our light. And we're like, oh, this... So today, no. This week, no. No. Awake. Arise. The light of the world must penetrate our souls. Let's pray for that week. So spend time, just to kind of summarize, and I'm done. 
This week, spend time in front of the light. I promise you, nothing, people say, oh, there's nothing happening when I read the Bible. I promise you that's not true. I promise you with all my heart that's not true. Every day when you do that, there's something happening. But imagine if you stay in the light more. And every day, and day after day, you're going to come on Sunday, and you got a lot of readings here, and a lot of stuff in here. And that is going to impact our soul. Darkness has to run. We're not going to feel like we're chained anymore. We're going to be more free. And that's the goal of this gospel today, is that spend time with the Word, the lamp. Remember the sailor? Shining that lamp? Saved his life. It saved the scholar. That lamp, that light, is going to save us to do. Let's pray for that today. And just to help you out, we printed some quiet time guides for as many of those as you want. Every day there's a little bit of light. Verses every day. I printed them and I put them right over there. So now you know where they are. They're there. After liturgy, just go and grab one. And why? Because I feel like sometimes people always ask, I have nothing to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to read. I don't have a plan. There's so many plans out there, by the way. But if you don't have one and you want something simple, it says date, verse. Read it, pray, and go from there. So this is for everyone, whoever wants it's over there after liturgy. Let's pray to be, that today's liturgy will be different. Close your eyes and say, God, I got darkness right here. I got darkness right here. I'm holding on to something right here. Let it go. Let the light of the world change the inside of our soul. Let's pray for one another. Glory be to God forever. Amen.